So today's consumers are pretty smart, and when they get to us, they ask us about contingency plans. You know, what happens in case of an emergency? And so since we get that question a lot, you know, what happens if something goes wrong? We thought we'd peel back the curtain a little bit and uh, and tell you what we do. You're listening to the EMG Podcast with your hosts, Mike Carleo and Mike Sawball. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike, how are you? My new name is Clark Kent. Clark to my Kent wife. looking so nice in his horn-rimmed glasses. S- sugar maple fade. Oh, good God. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I, you know, it's sitting across from you about 15 feet away. Uh, this is the closest I've ever been to you in uh, in about uh, six weeks. Right. So um, I do feel much better today. So close yet so far away. Did you know that loneliness can cause depression? I have the opposite. Seeing you actually causes depression makes for sense me. Yes. makes sense all right so today we're chatting about um what happens if something goes wrong uh, we thought that uh you know the, the beautiful people out there listening would find this topic interesting um because things do go wrong because you know it's life baby yeah and, i mean uh, I, I i would say out of the couples i speak to about 85 to 90 percent of them have asked this question specifically be because of the pandemic yeah now they're like oh what else happens or something like this and i'm like all right cool let's let's do it bro pepper me with the question right 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 so there's there's lots of different ways things can go wrong and i think what you should be considering when you look at vendors uh any vendors not just entertainment companies is what are the contingency plans what is the experience and what is the temperament of you know your prospective vendors uh, or their that way you can evaluate their capacity to handle emergencies obviously no one wants a, mm-hmm. an emergency or something that goes wrong but yeah. should it happen how will they react yeah, yeah when you ask this question in your meetings how they answer it is tells you can, a lot. can tell you a lot about who you're dealing with, right? So there's we're we're going to be focusing on us specifically and just kind of telling you some some more stories here of things that have gone wrong and yeah. how we've handled it. Yep. So they will be entertainment company focused, you know, yeah. EMG focused. I, yeah. I would say, um, but you know, all vendors should have some sort of contingency plan. Okay. Right? Okay, so let's talk about the different types, and this is in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about some of the different types of. Um, uh, issues or things that could go wrong or, or have gone wrong, right? Okay. And so probably the most likely, I won't say the most common, but the most likely would be some sort of equipment failure yep. on our end, yep. right? So, you know, you get to a, uh, an event and you set up and something's not working properly. Yes. What do you do? Oh, man. I mean, it depends on what what's going on. I right. mean, uh, let's just use the most obvious one, like a speaker breaks or, or stuff like that. Number one, what do you do? Well, you should have backup speakers, okay? Right. That's That's... To me, that's the biggest thing. It's like you need backup people and backup speakers, right? Or backup equipment. Now, some some entertainment companies are not as large as us, so like you can't expect them to have double the amount of stuff. But in the case that you don't have a backup speaker, you need to know going into this that, okay, this can't happen. Where can I source other equipment? Right. And you set yourself up for success, I would say, um, in your arrival time. Right. Big time. We Big arrive time. ridiculously early mm-hmm. as a company policy to every job for this reason. I just spoke about this today. I did because you want enough time to fix the problem. Exactly. Right. So, like, we are, if you run into an issue, to your point, you need the time. Right. Yeah. And so we arrive early, mm-hmm. we set up. 
early early (laughs) and we test and check everything early early and if something is wrong the first line of defense is we have to sort of process of elimination check through everything we're the doctors we're ruling things out exactly when you ultimately arrive at okay this speaker is not working or this microphone is not working or whatever a uh do you have a backup in your van Mm -hmm. a lot of times we do sometimes we can't only because you know there are so many company events going on in a particular day and there's only so many vehicles that we have that are large enough to carry excess equipment in it, mm-hmm. right? And so, honestly, this has happened to us on jobs before yeah. where, we, where we were in a scenario where we didn't have the larger company van, so we didn't have spare on site. So, there's a couple of different things that we've done or that we can do. Yeah. Number one, we can, uh, if time permits, we can run back to our warehouse to grab more equipment if it's close enough and within the time frame. And we've done that. We've done that. We could most likely run out and buy a brand new speaker from a music store. We've done that. We've done that, right? You just quickly Google, where is there a Sam Ash, a guitar center, a music shop? I was talking about before, you you should know where those things are prior to getting there as well, because if you're in the middle of nowhere... You need uh, a contingency, you right? Got, you, well, that's the other thing too. Like, for example, if I'm going to do a job, uh, if we're going to do an event that is, that is, yeah, very close or or is in an area of the tri-state where we know that we're no more than 20 minutes away from a guitar center. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't have to worry about packing extras. If we're going up to Vermont, right, where we mm-hmm. don't know the area, we are going to bring it. So again, that comes into the planning and, and preparation. Big time, right? big time, big time. Um, the third thing that we do, and this is something that's very specific to us. I don't know of any other companies that really do this is. We leave an on-call person every weekend. Yeah. And so we could dispatch someone, you know, so you don't lose the time going and coming back to whether you're going to the warehouse or to a guitar center. We can dispatch somebody and say, hey, I'm at this job at this venue and I need a speaker immediately. That person can bring it to us. Yeah, that's that's. Listen, I, I think it's worth, you know, what I always say, like, you know what, for $250 or whatever, it's probably worth you not taking your own photos or mm-hmm. something like that during this specific time. Or it's probably worth you having us handle your cocktail hour. This, in our case, keeping somebody on call, even though we don't we don't charge any of our clients for this, we find peace of mind when this happens because we just know that, okay, if something goes wrong, we're going to be taking care of it. Yeah, it's part of the investment that you're making with yeah. us. We're carrying the insurance policy, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, here's here's a true, what happens when something, uh, you have an equipment failure in the middle of a job? That's a little bit harder. This 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 comes down to experience. Yeah. This comes down to people that know how to make decisions and, and the decision quality is, is sound, right? And yeah. I'm not, that's a weird pun, but um, for instance, like in Cityscape uh, with with our sound engineer Johnny, um, he's basically the the be all end all when it comes to you knowing. Give that how guy to, a roll of duct know, tape, and he can pretty much figure fix it out. Anything, yeah. And literally, he's fixed a, a drum, a, a snare drum with duct tape. So yeah, there was another case where one of the antennas went out, and he figured out another way to make an antenna or things like that. But anything that can happen in real time, that's when it gets a little dicey. However, you need to have people that are experienced to handle those It's also why we send our, our our DJ teams out. Forget bands for a second, but yeah. for DJs, we send them out in in two at least two people teams. Big because time. I've been I've I've been the second person working with some of our DJs where a speaker is blown or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not ideal, it's not great, but at least then there is a person where for 15 minutes you're down a little bit in lower volume or whatever, and then 15 minutes later you're back up where yeah. we, we pull one of those other contingencies. The worst case, the worst thing that's ever happened to me on a job, and it's the worst thing that ever happened to you because we were on the same job together, was uh, all of our equipment was working fine. We, oh, you know what I'm going to oh tell you. Oh my gosh. We were down, we were playing at the Liberty House in Weehawken, and it's right on the water across from Manhattan, mm-hmm. and we use a lot of wireless 
uh, equipment, wireless microphones, wireless antennas, wireless monitors, whatever. And so when the room filled up with 200 people with cell phones, plus you're right across the Hudson River from Manhattan. In the evening time, which is a peak time. Exactly. There was too, too many signals that were going on. So we're playing. Everything's working fine. Maitre D comes over, says, okay, we're ready to go into intros. We start the intro song, like where I say, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're introducing people in, and I step up to the microphone, and I start talking, and nothing comes nothing, out. Nothing comes out. That was the that was the worst, because now you're, you are literally in the middle of <laughs> you're it. You're in it, dude. You're in it. You're in it. <laughs> and uh, what, what did we do? We stalled for about two minutes. Everybody looked at us like we had uh, two heads. Uh, Johnny, our sound guy, l- ran down to the van, yep. got backup equipment, hardwired things. We took a floor monitor. Yep. We turned it around. We plugged a microphone with a wire directly into it so I could get through intros, get through, you know, we made the singer sing through that for first dance. Yep. We sat everybody down and then we fixed the equipment. So yeah. you got, to Mike's point, you got to think on your feet. Yeah, you know? that's, that's huge. I mean, we can go all day on equipment failure because there's just so many things that can go wrong with technology, but let, let's, we have a couple more things we got to get to. And I think the next one is, is pretty, uh, is yeah, good too. Cause this one is, is, uh, again, it's, it's, uh, likely given the human condition you know what happens if someone gets sick um or there's a family emergency we just dealt with this right and we assume that you mean when when clients ask this we assume that you mean with us right so what happens if if my dj gets sick if my you know if the singer's in the band whatever on the dj side it's easy we have that on call person right Mm -hmm. that person is there to yes help dispatch equipment but they are also a trained dj yeah they're one of our event hosts that can be sent out and we literally have a playbook like (laughs) they have to pack their car the night before they have to have a suit ready to go at 9 a.m if things go good uh hopefully they never we basically pay them to sit at home but should they be ready they are ready to go so we we always have the capacity to replace uh, a particular person yeah and then on the other side on the band side like for instance what happened with uh with gonzo he got um unfortunately something happened to him where he literally couldn't play the night before before. physically he had uh, something wrong with his arm and he could not play the keyboard well his doctor said if you play this will get much worse and so we you always have a roster of people that you can call from and i attribute to like the Broadway, the Broadway esque way of calling people is that you have a call list. You go down the list, right? And you have this person you call first, this person you call second, all the way down. And those people have been they've played with the band before. Yeah. They are they are trained subs. It's not like yeah. we're just calling a random a Joe random, Schmo here. Exactly. Yeah, that's big. So we, again, when it comes to bands, you got a little bit more flexibility because you have multiple people you can call. Um, but that's why we have contingency plans for both things. So um, I can't wait for this one. This one's I, I want to take this one. So the 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 third one is the the oh shit moment. And the reason why I said that is because sometimes you just miss something, and we're all human. And um, I'll give you an example of what happened to me. Um, I was uh, I usually do all the staffing for all the sound engineers and all the live musicians. And unfortunately, with one of our bands, I had overlooked because of a, a technical issue on our end that I had no knowledge of. Um, I forgot to staff a sound engineer for a band, and uh, the sound engineer is responsible for bring, bringing the equipment. And so the band gets there really early, thank God, mm-hmm. and said, "Hey." Uh, we got nothing here. And I'm like, all right, cool. He should be on his way. No problem. Well, there was no one going there. So <laughs> I, uh, I, was on a, I was on another job. And thank God for the training program because that musician that was already went through it was able to handle that. But what happened was I, I was within arm's reach and I got to the, uh, the warehouse. I got as much equipment as I could and went to the job and was able to service the job. But that was, that was one of the scariest moments of my life. Well, what, 
a couple of things as a byproduct of that, and that was very early on into when we had the business. Oh, it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. we we've written uh, literally a a uh, an emergency playbook. Like, right. if something goes wrong, here are the order the steps that you follow. We make every single one of our employees put that on their phone or have it accessible somewhere where okay, this happened. Here is my I go down the list. It's protocol, right? Yep. So we, we, that was a byproduct, but. In the moment, again, Mike was on a job with a DJ where there were two people, so he was able to leave where he was not the primary person. Um, we dispatched equipment, we we got it, and I was too far away to help, mm-hmm. but I could at least help to organize coordinate. And, and coordinate things from, from where I was. And so yeah. this is where experience plays in. I called the DJ that was on site where Mike was headed, or the band leader, I forget. Band leader, yeah. And I said, go to the maitre d' and ask them to extend cocktail hour 10 minutes. 10 minutes is vital, Right guess and the client didn't know the difference it was just it, time flies when you're they had no fun. idea they had no idea right i mean 10 minutes bought us t- i mean mike was going to get there right at say let's say the reception started at seven o'clock mike got there at seven those 10 minutes were crucial in our ability to throw the equipment up get it working properly and as we're finishing doors are opening asking the maitre d knowing that you've got the the we have the relationship with the venues where we could say, look, we're in a bind here the same way where an hour later they could come to us and say, my kitchen's running behind. I need you to dance them for 10 more minutes. That is the experience and shorthand that you're looking for with vendors. Yep. Right? That's a great, yeah, it's a great example. The next one is something that, that happens probably most commonly and, and it's something falls out of order or there's a wrong announcement made. These things are very benign, and in the grand scheme of things, no one really notices them, mm-hmm. and you have to just remain calm. Like, for example, there have been times where I line a bridal party up, I go back to the band, I go into intros, they have taken it upon themselves to jump out of order. I'm just meeting the bridal party for the first time. I I don't know someone's name to their face yet, right? Yep. Um, and so I announced John, and here comes Tim. You know, like yeah. things like that happen, and it's human error. And I think most people understand. You right. know, you, you you try not to make that happen, but if it does happen, you can't get flustered. You have to just keep. You you can't allow that to. Uh, you know, conti- ruin your night to ruin your yeah. night. You know, there have been other times too where a wrong announcement is made. For example, on my sheet, I look down and I say, "Okay, please welcome up to make a speech here, father of the bride." And really, it's uh, the bride and groom wanted the major D next, or the major D, the classic, the major of honor next, yeah, or maid yeah. of honor, whatever. In that case, you know what I do? I go, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. I meant to say here is so on and so forth. Yeah. Own it's it. okay. Own it. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, people are human. Just keep it moving, baby. Yep. Keep it moving. This is a good one, and there is a story I want to tell okay. here. What What do you do when speeches go awry? Oh. Meaning, we <laughs> yes. Okay, first of all, company <laughs> policy. Unless our brides and grooms have put someone's name down on their planning forms, we don't give microphones out. Nope. So somebody comes up and goes, hey, the bride said it'd be cool if I made an announcement. If you're not the maid of honor, the best man. Or if you're or, not a person on that sheet. Yeah, you're not getting it. Right? Sorry. Unless we check with the bride and groom. But what happens when the people who are on the sheet, who get the microphone, take their speech and go very, very far <laughs> to some place that they should. Left or, field. Yeah, it just does not go well. Um we use what we call Grammy music. Oh, yeah. Right? You know how at the end of the Grammy, somebody's talking and- And uh, they go off the rails. And they go off the rails. <laughs> and the, the producer's like, we're going to run over time. They just start like playing music. 
you know, you could do that. We could cut a microphone, but we always have multiple microphones. We yep. never give out, we never travel with a singular microphone. So now we don't have it anymore, mm-hmm. right? So like we give out a secondary one, so we still have it and we can still control the room. Two things I'll think of. One time, and I've told the story here before in an earlier episode, uh, a best man gave a 30 minute long speech. 37. 37 the bribe was going to kill him i can't forget that one but the one that we've never shared and it's brian's story and you've made it this far you you deserve this story (laughs) this is great uh father of the bride comes up to brian says hey aunt you know aunt bonnie wants to speak he looks down aunt bonnie's not on the sheet he says okay i have to check with your your daughter i got to check with the bride goes over to the bride says hey your dad came up aunt bonnie wants to make a speech are you cool with that bride says yeah absolutely just make sure that aunt jenny doesn't get the microphone (laughs) okay so okay but we talk about bonnie right right? it's kind (laughs) of weird all right so brian gets up ladies and gentlemen your attention aunt bonnie please come on up aunt bonnie comes up first thing aunt bonnie (laughs) says on the microphone is you know i can't do this without jenny jenny come on up here and here comes and so now brian wants to like if you know him his anxieties through the roof he's going crazy right now doesn't know what to do right Aunt Jenny comes up and you see everybody. He said you, you could see everybody in the room. Their eye, you know, their eyes were rolling because they knew what at least Brian, half the room knew. What Brian was about to find out. And that was is that Aunt Jenny was a self-proclaimed clairvoyant who was now going to summon the dead, the dead relatives yep. that couldn't be at the wedding to to use her body as the conduit to which they would give a speech to the bride. Yeah. Room. And think, so she, think Long Island medium, but on steroids. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and so she starts to go into a trance and comes back as the bride's dead grandmother. Okay. You can't, you literally can't make this up. Brian at this point has dug himself 47 feet underground. We're trying the Grammy music. He's We're like, trying. Yeah, we got to give a refund. We're yeah. done. And he, you know, he went over to the bride and said, I am so sorry. She goes, look, there's nothing, nothing you could have done, you yeah. know, in that moment. But that is a, uh, again, you got to have levity, baby. You got to roll with the punches. And Brian just continued to throw a good party after that. That was you know? it. You made him forget about it. That was one for oh, the ages. Oh, man. Okay, cool. Um, so, last one that we'll go over here is, you know, uh, power outage. You know, yeah. there's a power outage. What do you do? Uh, there's not much you can do in that instance. Yeah. You know, we have battery-powered speakers sometimes mm-hmm. uh, that we've traveled with. You know, they're smaller. You just try to make the best of it. Again, yeah. you're looking for experience. But sometimes there are things that are out of your control. And, you know, if you have a power outage, at, at least as an entertainment company, the contingency plan should fall with the venue. Do they have generators? Do they have things? I mean, that's that's sort of outside of our purview. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they- That's never they, happened to me, though. Has that happened to you? No, it's never happened to- uh, some, uh, Like a breaker has gone off where I had to switch outlets, but never a power a power outage. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say 95% of the time, we're always with a battery-powered speaker. You know? So we could at least get something going. Yeah, at yeah. least, you know, you play, you know, we have these mixes that our DJ made and stuff like that. And, you know- just to have some sort of music being played we have dance mixes and stuff like that but again don't put it on don't put it on the entertainment that that that's the big thing it's like it's not what are we going to do like we're we're it's house rules we're 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 at the venue um and so that's something that you definitely want to ask your venue what happens if the power goes out so um we know what we can do um and that's you know, battery-powered speakers are great, um, but they're only good for uh, a certain amount of time, mm. you know? So we hope that you enjoyed uh, the uh, the war stories of what happens if something goes wrong. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any yeah. a- any other questions or things that have gone wrong for you in your job, yeah. uh, please reach out. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to chat about we would, it. We would love to do that. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at Elegant Music Group.